as I peruse the pages of the, the newspaper, uh, either in, in real time or digital, I, I sometimes there's nothing but an increasing, incessant stream of bad news. You know what I'm saying? And there are things that have gone from bad to worse, and things that I knew were going to be bad, but they're worse than I thought they would be. Some of y'all know what I might be talking about. Uh, but you know what? You've got to be reminded of the fact that there's good news going on. There are good things happening in life. God is still on the throne, and he's blessing in the lives of his people. He's still touching sick bodies and providing uh, resources for people. He's still uh, helping people to find that way out of no way, that way out of trouble, that way out of desperation. He's, you know, good things still happen, and there are a whole lot of good people that are, st- that are doing a lot of good things. So we've got to keep that in the forefront. And I think our strategy has to be that while the darkness around us increases, we must make sure that we shine the light that more brightly of what God is doing and who Jesus is. Amen? I want to have a simple message this morning that the Lord dropped on my heart this morning uh, from uh, a passage in 2 Kings, the 6th chapter. I, I want to remind you now, so I want to remind you this morning that you're surrounded. Uh, and some of you say, I know I'm surrounded. So you maybe like you've been you're surrounded by the police. No. But you, some of you feel like you're surrounded by evil. You're surrounded by crazy folks. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? You're surrounded by, by, by calamity. You're surrounded by trouble. But, I, but there's, there's another reality that, that overarches that reality. And that's what I want to talk about today. Because I want to encourage us to not lose, to not lose sight of the reality of what we would call the supernatural. Um, in a society that becomes more and more naturalistic and, 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 and rationalistic and much more in, oriented towards that which, which the, uh, the senses can, can detect, are the reason we come to church, the reason we are people of faith is because we believe in the realm of the unseen. And we have to be reminded, because sometimes we get so mired in what we see, we have to be reminded, in the words of the Apostle Paul, that we do walk by faith and not by sight. And so, faith is uh, the evidence of those things not seen, right? Uh, and so, I, I want to read this passage. It's, it's, it's a little lengthy, but I want to read it and then uh, uh, make a few comments on it. Uh, and... Uh, so this is Second Kings, the sixth chapter, beginning at verse eight, and so uh, this is involving the prophet Elisha, who was Elijah's successor, and it reads like this: Now the king of Aram was at war with Israel. How many of you know that uh, there's a sense in which we are at war? Hello, or folks are at war with us, or there are forces that are warring against us. Amen. After conferring with his officers, he said, I will set up my camp in such and such a place. The man of God, that's Elisha, sent word to the king of Israel. Beware of passing that place because the Arameans are going down there. So the king of Israel checked on the place indicated by the, the man of God. Time and again, Elisha warned the king so that he was on his guard in such places. Somebody appreciates the value of good intelligence. Amen. This enraged the king of Aram. He summoned his officers and demanded of them, Tell me, which of us is on the side of the king of Israel? He's thinking it's an inside job. And verse 12, None of us, my lord, the king, said one of his officers. But Elisha, the prophet who is in Israel, tells the king of Israel the very words you speak in your bedroom. 
Go, the king says, find out where he is, the king ordered, so I can send men and capture him. Report came back. He is in Dothan. He sent horses and chariots and a a strong force there. They went by night and surrounded the city. Verse 15, when the servant of the man of God got up and went out early the next morning, an army with horses and chariots had surrounded the city. Oh no, my Lord, what shall we do? The servant asked. Verse 16, listen to these words. Don't be afraid, the prophet answered. Listen to this. This is what the prophet tells this young man. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. You hear that? Now that's either like some double talk, some gobbledygook, or what? Or it's real. He says, don't be afraid. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Then it says this, and Elisha prayed, open his eyes, Lord, so that he may see. Then the Lord opened the servant's eyes and he looked and saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire, where they got the name of the movie from, all around Elisha. And so as the enemies came down toward him, Elisha prayed to the Lord, strike this army with blindness. And so he struck them with blindness as Elisha had asked. And what I like about the story, it doesn't end as some of the stories do. And you might think it's going to end. As he goes on and says, Elisha told them, this is not the road and this is not the city. Follow me and I will lead you to the man you're looking for. (laughs) And he led them to Samaria. After they entered the city, Elisha said, Lord, open the eyes of these men so they can see. Then the Lord opened the, their eyes and they looked and there they were inside Samaria. When the king of Israel saw them, he asked Elisha, Shall I kill them, my father? Shall I kill them? Do not kill them, he answered. Would you kill those you've captured with your own sword or bow? Or, or bow, or bow? Set food and water before, before them so that they may eat and drink and then go back to their master. So he prepared a great feast for them. And after they had finished eating and drinking, he sent them away, and they returned to their master. So the bands from Aram stopped raiding Israel's territory. Wow, interesting story, huh? So this army comes after Elisha, and his servant sees all of these forces that have surrounded them, and Elisha comes, and, and he, 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 he's, he's terrified, and he brings Elisha out. And Elisha says these iconic words. He says, those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Then Elisha prays for this young man's eyes to be opened so that he can see something that up to this point he has not been able to see. And for the most part, with our natural eyes, we are incapable of seeing. And what he saw was that they, those who had surrounded them were surrounded themselves. You know that um, the, the, the enemy that's out to get you, he's surrounded. He thinks he's got you hemmed in, but, he, but God's got him. Don't you know that your, your obstacles, God has, a, has contained those. God has, has surrounded those things. Don't you know that the trouble and the difficulty and the challenges you face, that, that you think have hemmed you in and surrounded you, God has, has got that situation and got your, your situation surrounded. See, the one thing that we get from this, first of all, is, is we're reminded that our struggles really are in the realm of the unseen. They're really in the realm of, of, of the Spirit, right? 
They're in the realm. They're, they're in the spiritual realm. I, I mean, all of our struggles. When you read the pages of the newspaper, don't fail to remember that what we see—the craziness and the injustice and the 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 the, uh, the brutality and the, the the wanton killing and the hatred and the racism and the bigotry and all of that stuff that just seems to be just boiling in this country like a cauldron. You know where that comes from, don't you? It's not just the way people were raised. Oh, that's how it's passed on. But you realize that that comes from the realm of the unseen. That it, those, those things represent the works of darkness, the works of the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of Satan. And our struggles are really not where we see them. They are in the realm of the unseen. That's why Paul said in Ephesians 6, he said, listen, our struggle in the in King James says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Uh, our struggle is not against humanity. Our struggle isn't against flesh and blood. Our struggle is against principalities and powers. It's against unseen forces in, 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 in the realm of the Spirit. So, that thing that's tormenting you, that emotional trauma that you're experiencing, that, that, that calamity in your life, you see what you see, but understand that in the realm of the Spirit, that's where the attack is. That's the truth. Now, but, and the, the problem is that we have a tendency to drift away from that understanding and to ignore the realm of the unseen, to ignore the realm of the supernatural. Right? We tend to have the kind of blindness that is characteristic of, of natural folks. And so Elisha's servant was, was, was blind characteristically in this, in this sense. He could not see what Elijah, Elisha knew was there. And so he, Elisha says, Lord, open his eyes so he could see what's really up. So he could see what time it really is. So he could see what's really going on. And so we're tempted to deny that realm. And so... From time to time, we need to stay in the Word of God and stay uh, plugged into the people of God and, and keep talking to the Lord in prayer and, 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 and keep worshiping God and, and so that we can condition our hearts and our minds to remember in the words of Scripture that greater is He who's in you than He who's in the world. To remember that the struggles we face and the, the, the turmoil we see in the world around us is, is rooted and based in the unseen realm of the Spirit. To realize that our issue, if, if I've got a problem, my problem is not really with my supervisor. My problem is with the, the, the one that might be animating and, or, or motivating my supervisor. My problem isn't with my husband or my wife. Uh, maybe I might need to learn some skills, but there are other things that, and, and it don't, and, and, and you know, it's, we could say, yeah, the problem isn't with my husband or my wife. The problem is the, the devil in them. No, the problem is the devil between y'all. <laughs> we'll fix that because, you know, because we... It, I remember I, I knew a woman one time and she was really, you know, you know, we all see demons behind every rock and you know, that stuff. But just one lady, she was really into, she was kind of deep in that stuff. And she was having trouble with her husband one day and she said, she looked at him and said, Satan, I rebuke you. He said, you can't rebuke me because I ain't Satan. <laughs> but we, but we're, we're tempted to, to ignore that. But here's, here's, here's the secret. It is, that is the realm where the battles are won and lost. You know that you, you're your strongest and your most powerful when you're on your knees praying to God. It is in the realm of the Spirit. It is in the realm of these unseen realities where we triumph 
It is realizing this, my friends, that we are surrounded every moment of our existence with untold millions of spiritual resources. You know, the Bible speaks about angels, and I know we, people draw corny pictures of them, but somehow we, we get from Scripture the idea that there are there's some unseen beings that are dispatched by God. You don't talk to them, and you don't pray to them, and you don't, you, you don't mess with them. God handles them. In Hebrews it says they are ministering spirits sent to minister on behalf of God's people. I, sometimes you've got to remind yourself that, there's, there, that, that, that there, there is protection available for you. Sometimes we have to be reminded that God has divine resources around us that we can't even see. We are not alone. We are not on our own. We're not just out here trying to make it, but we have all of these beautiful, wonderful resources that, that you don't even understand. You remember when you were growing up and you read in the... In the Old Testament, you'd see this phrase, the Lord of hosts. And then when Eugene Peterson did the message translation, he routinely uh, translated that as God of the angel armies. Because that's what it means. You know, what, what's the host? It means God is not, he's God of all of humanity. God, he created everything that is. But God is also the, the, the commander of this, of, of some sort of celestial unseen army that works for the benefit and the blessing and the preservation and the perseverance of people like you and me. Would you dare to believe that this morning? Would you dare to maybe leave behind some of the fear that we had, that, that, that follows us through life because we think that, that we're on our own and that God doesn't have our back? Maybe we could leave behind some of the apprehension that we have about taking risk and, and uh, taking chances and, and taking risk and doing new things, realizing that, that God has resources. All, he's got us literally surrounded with his celestial army. I know that's, that's, that sounds like kind of it's, it's like woo-woo space stuff. No, it's just Bible. This is what Christians believe. This is what the Word of God teaches. This is the reality that Scripture uh, that scripture reveals to us. It reveals to us a reality that moves beyond what we see into the realm of the unseen. Amen? Psalm 34, 7 says, the angel of the Lord encamps around those. So I have the sense that the angel of the Lord represents something more than just one angel because he encamps around those who fear him and he delivers them. So, ask yourself this morning, am I surrounded? Sometimes you'll say, I'm surrounded by bills. I'm surrounded by crazy folks. I'm surrounded by trouble. I'm surrounded by problems. But don't forget this, that those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Those who are for us are more than those who are against us. Those who are with us are more than those with him. And let's, let's ask God to open our eyes so that we could see that we could see all, and I don't, you know, listen, I don't, I, I hope I get a bunch of you coming with some, some wild visions, you know, eat, eat the wrong kind of pizza tonight, you know, whatever. But, but that we can understand and, and in our hearts be persuaded that God is real, that the things of God are real, that there is a realm of, 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 of there's a spiritual realm of the unseen where God has a, an incredible array of resources aligned and allied for our, our, our protection, our blessing our well-being. Amen? See, and this is why Paul, in Ephesians, the third chapter, he inserts a little doxology in the middle of a paragraph, kind of a little blessing, a little, a little 
concludes, he says, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work with him, within us, to him be the glory, be glory in the church and in Jesus Christ throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. He says of God, he's able to do immeasurably more than all we could ask or even imagine. He says, according to his power that is at work where? Within us. To him be the glory. So let me ask you this morning. Are, are you surrounded? Are you surrounded? Yes. Do, do you know you're surrounded? What are, you, what are you surrounded by? By the love of God? By the Holy Spirit of God? By God who is omnipresent? By all of the invisible forces that God, the angels of God, and all of the, 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 the celestial armies, whatever there is that God has prepared for our protection and our, and our well-being. God has good things in store for us. So let's not become discouraged in the midst of the craziness that we're looking at right now in our, in our lives. I know these, are, these are, have been terrible and dark times. I went, last week we, we prayed for the, we, you know, the, the two shootings and you know, we just every day there's something, right? But let's not become discouraged. Let's stay encouraged. Let, let, let's, let's not, be, in, in the words of Scripture, let's not become weary of doing good because we realize that we'll reap in due season if we don't give up. Let's not become cynical and pessimistic. Let's not become... Now, let, let me give you the other side of that. That doesn't mean don't engage and do everything that you need to do to, to make the world a better place, to, to improve your community, to, to build your family, to boost the, your neighborhood, you know, to, 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 to serve your church. You know, you know what I'm saying? When we say that thing, it doesn't mean that, well, okay, just, I'm just going to let God do it. Listen, listen, that's why, you know, that when, when the election comes around, what do you do? All right. When 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 it's when it's time to speak up in in, in, in the city of Inglewood, some of y'all, uh, what there are concerned citizens that have been at the city hall talking about those rent hikes, and you do that stuff. There's a time to take to the streets, amen. Do what you need to do, but know that God has you surrounded. God has your back. And things are not as bad as they seem when you are able to see into the realm of the unseen. You say amen to that? Amen. amen. All right, I'm about done. I want to pray. I want to ask God to open our eyes. I want to ask God to encourage us this morning. I want to ask God to, to strengthen us this morning. How many of you have a special need in your life today? Amen, Helen. I see. I mean, amen. Everybody. How many of you need physical healing today? Amen. You believe that God is able? Do you believe that those who are with us are more than those who are with them? Do you believe that God has you surrounded? Do you believe that God has incredible resources? Do you believe that he's able to do immeasurably more than all you could ask or imagine? All right. If you do that, then before I ask God to, for a thing, let's take a moment and let's give a, an offering of praise and thanksgiving to God. For the, for the revelation in Scripture that we have of, of, of the fact that we are surrounded by His grace, His glory, His goodness, His power.